Yuma Daf Nun Beis was starting four lines to the top of Nun Beis Amalav. As we learned yesterday, we mentioned the concept of an Amatraxin. So let's explain what the Amatraxin is so we'll understand our Gemara. So as we know, in the Mishkan, there were two areas. There was a Kaidish which had the Mizbeach, the Menorah, and the Shulchan. And then there was a Kaidish Kedashim which had the Aron in it. Aron Akain, of course, and the Kain Gadol would walk into the Kaidish Kedashim only once a year on Yom Kippur. And in order to separate between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim, there was a Preichist, there was a curtain. However, once they made a base of which was more permanent, then they made the entire base of Middash out of stone. And when Shleim and Melech made the base of Middash in place of the curtain, in place of the Parechas that separated between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim, he made a wall that separated between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim. And that wall had a thickness of an Amma, and that was called the Amatraxin. Now, when they made the second base of Middash, the second base of Middash was made in a much grander scale, and the second base of Middash, the height of the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim was actually 100 Amas tall, and therefore, if you have a wall that was only an Amma thick, it would actually fall down and it wouldn't have enough support. And as we saw yesterday, there's Machlekes as to what they did during the Bayesheni. The Tanakama held that what they did was they took two different curtains and they placed them on the Amma apart from each other. And this way they took up the same exact space as the Amma Traxin. The Kaidish was on one side of it, then the Kaidish Kedashim was on the other side of it. And as we saw yesterday, Rabbi Yehuda agreed to the Shita of Tanakama of our Mishnah. And then Rabbi Yaisi and Rameya said that there's actually only one Preichis in the second base of Mishnah. In a Chinam, there was no wall over there, but all that they had in place of the entire wall that was called the Amatraxin, all they had was one Pereiches. Now, Taisus on the Alpha and Beis explains what Rabbi Yesi held over here because the Chayra, the Chum, had a Svar that said the Amatraxin was a Suffolk. Is it part of the Kaidish or part of the Kaidish Kedashim? I and Shum and Taisus. And one other point, as Haktama, the word Traxin we explained yesterday, Rashi says it means Lashim Panim Vichotu. It means it's either inside or outside because, of course, it's Besafik. And Taisus pointed out, that the Lushan Traxin comes from being a Lushan of closing something in front of Sinai, in front of the thing that came from Sinai, which means Luchais, because this wall, or just Mechitza, was actually something that was protecting and closing up that you wouldn't be able to get to the actual Aran. So let us start a Gemara. Amr Abnasar Abnasar says, Amr Traxin, this Amr Traxin, this area in the base of Middash between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim, which was Amr thick, the Chum were not sure, if this area had a din like the Kaidish Kedashim, or if it had didn't like the outside, like the Kaidish. So, Machel or Ravina, Ravina is the following question. My time though, what's the whole pshat? You're not sure if it's like inside or outside. Even if you're going to say, because it says in the Pasuk, and this Pasuk is in Malachim, when he's building the base of Middash, and it says, and this house that Shlomo Melch made for our Kaddish Baruch, Shishim Ama Arkay, the entire house, the entire area of the Kaidish and Kaidish Gashim was 60 Amis, the Esrim Rechbay, and it was 20 Amis wide, and 30 Amis. Is high, Bixiv, and when discussing the actual Kaidish, and this is also a Pasukim Lachim, it says, that it was 40 Amis, which is the area called the Hecha, which is the Kaidish that was in front of Akadish Baruchu, Bixiv, and then it says another Pasuk regarding the Kaidish Kedashim, the Lufnei Advea, and within the Mechitza, which means Advea Rashi says is a Lushin of Mechitza. So within that area, after the wall that separates between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim, Esim Amma Urch, it was 20 Amis its length, the Esim Amma and it was 20 Amis wide, and the height was 20 Amis, and that's referring to the Kaidish Kedashim. So again, you have the Kaidish, which was 40 Amis long, and then you had the Kaidish Kedashim, which was 20 Amis long. Now, we won't get into this, but keep this in mind, and we shall speak about it, that in the first person we said that the actual Kaidish was 30 Amis tall, and then when we talk about the Kaidish Kedashim, we say it was only 20 Amis tall, Ayin Sham. And Ravina continues to discuss this, and he says, and if you could tell me that the Chum did not know, Amatraxin, this area of the Amatraxin, 
Imahani Esrim wasn't included in the 20 of the Kaddish Kedoshim, which means that the Kaddish Kedoshim, the inner space of the Kaddish Kedoshim, was really 19 Amis long, and then there was an extra Amma where the wall was standing. The other side of the Suffolk was the Imahani Abayim, or maybe that the Amma Traxa was really part of the 40 that was the Kaddish Kedoshim. So you had a 40 Amma area, which was called the Kaddish. 39 of that was open, visible area, and then there was an Amma where there was a wall on top of, and maybe that was the Suffolk of the Chum, but Zakta and Vidilma, Loi Mehani Esim, Loi Mehani Abayim, maybe the actual Amatraxa was not counted in the 20 Amis and not counted in the 40 Amis, which means the visible and the usable area of the base of was a full 60 Amis, 20 Amis in the Kaddish Kedoshim, 40 Amis in the Kaddish, and the area of the actual Amatraxa, which was a wall and not usable, that was an extra Amma in between, which actually made it to be 61 Amis total. The Chalol we only count the usable area and the area with a space, but we're not counting anything which has a wall. And Teda, I'll bring you right, this is the standard way of when we count something in the base of Middash, that we only count the Chalol, we only count the visible and the open space, and we don't count the walls, because the Chalol, any time that we're counting, we're dealing with walls, we always find that we consider them a separate unit, and we don't consider them part of the usable and the open space. The Tzan, as we have a Mishnah in Mesech Tzimidus that says, Hechel, over here we're talking about the entire Hechel building, which includes the Ulam, the Kaidish, the Kaidish Kedashim, as well as the time, all the different compartments that are in the back and on the sides of the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim. But the Mishnah said that this area was Mea Mea, it was a hundred Amis by a hundred Amis, Beroi Mea, and the height was a hundred Amis. And we go through it in detail. Kaisa Ulam Chamish, when you're starting from the east side, you start with the thickness of the wall of the Ulam that was five Amis thick, the Ulam Achas Esrei, and then you had the Ulam itself, which was the antechamber which led into the Azara, it led into the Kaidish, was eleven Amis deep, and then afterwards you had the Kaisal Hechel Sheish, then you had the Kaisal of the actual Kaidish, which was six Amis, and the actual Kaidish was 40 Amis, which was the visible and the open area and the open space in the Kaidish, the Amatrax, and then you had the Amatrax, which again is included as its own Amis, separate dimension, the Chaf Kedashim, and then after that you had 20 Amis, which was the size and the depth of the Kaidish Kedashim, Kaisal Hechel Sheish, then again you had another Kaisal, which was the back wall of the Kaidish Kedashim, which was six Amis, and then one compartment was six Amis, the and then you had another wall, which was the back wall of the Tar, which was a compartment or some sort of room, which was again, which was five Amis. But if you add all of these dimensions together, you get to 100 Amis, which was the length of the Kaidish, the Kaidish Kedashim, and the Ulam, as well as the Tar, all together. But you see that all of those dimensions were not including any of their walls. And therefore, whenever we talk about walls, we're keeping them as a separate dimension. So Ravina is asking, what's the suffix of Nassim over here? For sure, the Amitraxon was its own individual and separate entity, and therefore it has nothing to do with the Kaidish or the Kaidish Kedashim. It's not counted within the 40 of the Kaidish, and it's not counted within the 20 of the Kaidish Kedashim. But Ravina says that you know what the Suffolk was? El Kedushase, the question was on the Kedusha of that one Ame area, if it's considered part of the Kaidish Kedashim, or it's part of the outside, it's part of the Kaidish. And therefore, in a Khanami, that area was a separate one Amma, but now we had a Shaila if it's part of Lefnim or Lechutz, and therefore we had to make two different curtains in order to separate it, then no one should be able to go in there. Because if on its side that it's part of Kaddish Kedashim, then a regular Kayan can't go there during the year, and therefore we had to make sure that no one actually would walk there. In addition, you couldn't add it to the Kaddish Kedashim and just not have a curtain there, because as the Pusik says, it had to be an exact dimension, and therefore if you're going to leave it, that the actual Perechas would only be one Perechas and it would be at the beginning of that area, then the actual Kaddish Kedashim would now be 21 Amis, and therefore that would not work either, because the Kaddish Kedashim has to be an exact share, it had to be exactly 20 Amis. And the Gemara says, 
Yechlan. This is what Rabbi Yechlan said. That Yosef, the person from Hutzal, asked the following question. The pasuk says in Malachim, and therefore there was a question over there. How do you understand this pasuk? Now let's just type to pasuk the simple words. The dvir is actually a wall, like Rash says, a mechitza that was made to be master between the kodesh and kodesh gedashim. And the Gemara continues and says, that Yosef Ish Hutzal had the following question. The word that the pasuk uses, miprima, that's in middle. The question is, does the comma go before it or after? And we'll explain in the Gemara. Hey, What does the pasuk mean to say? Doesn't mean to say utvir bais. There was this mechitza which was within the bias which separated between the Kodesh and Kedashim, but that they prepared from the area which was inside that wall and further, and that's the area where the Aaron could go because that's the area of the Kodesh Kedashim. However, the actual Makkan of the wall itself was not part of the Kodesh Kedashim and it was part of the Kodesh. Or maybe the way you actually place the Kama in this Pasuk is actually afterwards and therefore the Pasuk would read that the actual wall that's within the bias that's separating between the Kodesh Kedashim, that actual wall is considered part of the inside of the base of Mikdash, and it's part of the Kodesh Kedashim, and therefore that Kedusha like the Kodesh Kedashim. And Zakravina, just like Rabbi Yechon brought, that there was a question to Yosef Eshutzal as far as how to explain this Pasuk, if the Amatrax is part of the Kodesh or is considered the Kedusha of the Kodesh Kedashim, the same thing, the Chacham had the Shiloh also, but again the Amatraxim, and that's why they required us to have two different Prechas. How can you say that Yosef Eshutzal had an actual suffix in this Pasuk, which is again a Pasuk in Malachim? But Tanya, we have a Bryce that says, Isa ben Yehuda Eimet, Isa, the son of Yehuda, said. Now, even though it doesn't say it right now, let's just explain that Nun Bez on Bez, we're going to say that Isa ben Yehuda and Yosef Eshutzal were actually the same person. He said, that there are five different Pasuk that were not sure as to where to place the Kama, and therefore they would have different meanings based on where you place the Kama. And we turned it off Nun Bez on Bez. And even though we're going to give five different words, we're not going to explain them exactly, but we're going to get to the question and we're going to come back to them. So the five different Pesukim are, Se'is, the Pesuk says in Pashat Voracious, the Lashem Se'is, it also says Meshukadim in the Menorah, it says the Lashem Macha in Mecham Samalot, it says the Lashem of Ara in Bir Yaakov, and it says the Lashem Vikam in Mises Moshe. Vitania, and we have a Bryce that says, Hu Yosef Ishutzal, Hu Yosef Abavli, Hu Yosef Ben Yehuda, Hu Yosef Ben Gudari, Hu Yosef Ben Gamliel, Hu Yosef Ben Mahalalal, had seven different names and Yosef Ishutzal and Isa ben Huda are actually the same people and therefore how can you say that Yosef Ishutzal had a suffix as to the Taish and the Pasuk and Malachim but Lachari Isa ben Huda said that there are only five Pasukim where he had a suffix and they're the same person on that Gemara answers all the five things that Isa ben Huda just brought were all Pasukim that were in Torah however the Pasuk that Yosef Ishutzal was discussing was a Pasuk Malachim and Eilin Hanami there was another suffix that Yosef Ishutzal had but negated a Pasuk in Malachim that discusses the Amatraxin. The Gemara asks, How can you say in Duraisa, in the Torah, there are no other Sveikas for it? Because there's another Suffolk, the Boy of Chisra, of Chisra asks Shaila, the Pasuk says in Pashas Mishpatim, that they sent the Nari B'nai Yisrael and they brought Oilois. Now, the word Kfasim actually doesn't say over there. We'll get back to that in a minute. And then it says, So therefore, over there, when the Nari B'nai Yisrael were bringing Karbonis, when they got to Sinai, then the Shaila was, do you say that the Pshat is that Vayishlach has not saw Vayalo Eilis and there's a snacht on the word Eilis and therefore means that they brought Eilis which were actually sheep and then they brought other Kabbans which were Shlomim and those they brought from Parim or maybe the way you understand this Pasuk is not that there's actually an asnachta under the word Eilis but it's actually more of a run 
down sentence and says, Vayishlach is Narbi Yisrael, Vayalu Oilis, Vayizbechus Vachim Shlamim, Lashem Parim, that they brought Oilis, and they also brought Shlamim, and all of them were Parim. So therefore, Rav Chista has a suffix. So how do you say that only five spakers, as far as where you put a comma in the Torah, we see there's a sixth one? And that the Gemara says, Rav Chista, Misafkle, in the Chadami, according to Rav Chista, he had a suffix as far as this Pasik. According to Isi Ben Yudah, on this Pasik that's in Pasim Mishpatim, he did not have a suffix, and he knew that one side was more Pashitim, and therefore, according to him, all he had in the Torah were five different psukim that there was a Shailon. Now, before we go back to explain these five psukim that Isa ben Yehuda had a Shailon, let's just point out one point of Taisus, that Taisus says that if you go through these psukim of Se'es, Mishukadim, Macha, Ar, Vakam, it's not actually in the order that's brought in the Torah, and therefore Taisus says, Temu, Doi, Niktinu, Kaseidah, Shengsum, Vachi, and the way that it should have said is Se'es, Ar, Macha, Mishukadim, Vakam. Now, others have a gear so that actually puts it in the same order as the Taisus, and the actual Medrash says in that order as well. And now let's go back to the Psukim to explain them how you would explain it based on where the comma is. So the first one we start off is a Pasuk in Bereshis. After he kills Havel, it says, So if you learn like that, where the comma is after the word Seis, then it's a Lasha of Slicha, a Lasha of Tshuva. That if you do good, then a Kodesh Baruch Hu says, then you'll have Slicha. However, the other way to understand it is the Pasuk before says, and then you'd stop over there, which means that HaKadosh Baruch was telling him why are you getting angry and why are you depressed? You could only be good at this point and then everything will be good. And then we continue with the next word of which would mean that you would carry your Avera if you don't do good. And Tzayshon says that the Vav of Ve'im according to this Tzad doesn't really make sense. And number two, of course it's a little bit fair because Apsukim, the way it's set up, is is actually the end of a Pasuk. And then it says the next Pasuk, so it's a little bit questionable what this other tzad is. Number two, we have Benigea, the Menorah in Truma. It says, And therefore, we have two different ways to learn it. Either that in the Menorah, there were four different cups which had engravings on them which looked like almonds. And then afterwards, we just say there were also knobs and flowers. But the word Meshukadim is only going back on the cups. The other tzad is, of course, that you read it as follows. There were four cups in the Menorah. And then its knobs and its flowers were engraved with almonds. So the word Mishukadim would only be going on Kaftarel Prochel. And the next Pasuk was a suffix in a gate of Sukkot by Mecham Samak. It says, By Yemen Meshel Yeshua, Moshe said to Yeshua, Bechalan Anashim, choose for us Anashim, but say he lochim by Molech, and go out and fight with our Molech. And then it says, Macha tomorrow, Anoichi Nitzav al Reisha Giva, Matala Kimbiadi, I will stand on the top of the mountain called Giva, and the staff of Akash Baruch will be in my hand. So we can learn to eat like this. Either, but say he lochim by Go and fight with Amalek tomorrow, and I will be standing on top of the mountain in order to keep my hands up and hold the matal kimbiyadi. Or you could learn it that he was telling Yeshua, Go and fight Amalek right now, and then tomorrow I'm going to come stand on Raisha Giva, umatal kimbiyadi. And the fourth suffix is, but the gay Bechis Yaakov, when Yaakov was giving a bracha to Shimon and Levi, and he says, So we could either read the passage that Yaakov says, because of the anger they killed the person with Sainim Ikushar. And because of the rotsin, they ripped out a shar, and therefore our apam kiyaz that I'm cursing their anger because they were too swift. Or you could learn it kiba apam hago ishu with zaynam iku shar ar that because of the rotsin and through the rotsin they ripped out the shar who was ar, and that's referring to the cursed one, referring to Hamar ben Shem who was from Canaan that we know is ar Canaan. So it's not referring to the end of the pasuk ar apam kiyaz, but saying over zaynam iku shar ar, and then apam kiyaz. And the fifth word that Isa ben Yehuda had a shaila on was the word become, 
and that's by Mises Moshe. It says, by Moshe, Moshe was told by Hashem, you're going to go and rest and go and die together with your forefathers. Hashem was telling Moshe Rabbeinu on Nebuah that in the future, the Bnei Yisrael will go and serve up the Zorah. The second way to learn this is that you could say the Pasuk and the, the Kama goes in a different spot and it's actually a remez that there is going to be Tchiyas HaMesim. By Moshe, Moshe was told by Kodesh Baruch Behold that you're going to go and die, but then become you will get up at Tchiyas HaMesim, and therefore this is a remez to Tchiyas HaMesim in And we continue with our Mishnah. This Mishnah is going like the Shittas Chacham, that there were actually two curtains, and therefore it's telling us that the outer curtain, which was closer to the Kodesh, was actually bent over, and it was folded back and clipped open with a gold clip, and it stayed open in order for the Kain Gadol to be able to get in from the south side. Again, that's the left side of the base of Mikdash. Oprimus, but the inner one, which was the second curtain, which was closer to the Kodesh Gashim, that was bent over, and it was opened up on the north side in order to the Kain Gadol to get in from the north side, because that's where he entered into the Kodesh Gashim, and the mission continues, once he actually got into the south side, and he was walking now towards the north, so he'd walk within the two curtains, because he had that space, which was an open space of an armor that was between the two curtains, and he would walk through that corridor between the two curtains in order to get to the north side. Once he got to the north side, he'd walk into the Kodesh Gashim, and he'd turn to the left, and he'd go towards the south, and he'd get to the center of the Kodesh Gashim. And he would walk towards the left, together and along the Prechus itself, until he got to the center area where the Arn was. Once he got to the Arn, he took the shovel with the coals, and he placed it between the two poles that was by the Arn, and then then he piled up the terrace on top of the actual coals. And we will see in the Gemara, the Gemara is going to say that our Tana is going like the Man that we would pile up the terrace on top of the coals, and he didn't just spread it out and make it smooth on top of the coals, because you want to make sure the smoke rose very gradually and not very quickly, as we learned before. The Mishnah and the entire Kodesh Kodesh would fill up with smoke, and then once the entire bias filled up with smoke and that void was done, so Yatsi went out, and he went out backwards exactly from the way he came back. So he went back toward the north, but he went backwards. And then he would be a short tefillah in the Heichel, in the Kodesh. However, he didn't make a lengthy tefillah in order that Klai Yisrael should not be nervous because the entire time they was inside, they were nervous that maybe he would die inside and he wouldn't come back out. What's our mission to talk about? If it's talking about the Mikdash Rishon, there was no Perechus in Mikdash Rishon. As we said before, it was the Am attraction was built out of a wall and it was only 30 Amas high and therefore we could stand. We must be talking about Mikdash Rishon and going like Rabbanan that there were actually two different Perechus as the Mishnah explains. So Mihava Aran, but we said in the Mishnah that he would go to the Aran and there was no Aran in the base of Mikdash in the Bayez Shani. But Tanya, because we have a Bryce that says Mishnah Aran, once the Aran was concealed and hid away, Nigdash that it was also hidden away since Sanus Haman, the flask of the Mun, also the flask of Hashem Mishra that Mishra Rabbeinu made, Aaron, as well as the Makal, the stick of Aaron, as well as the almonds and flowers that miraculously came onto the Makal of Aaron during the Mice of Kirk, but Argus, as well as the box, Shagar Plushtim, that the Plushtim, after they captured the actual Aaron, they sent it back after a while, and they sent it back with a present of a bunch of different items inside a gold box, and Shinemet says in the Pasuk over there, that there was a gold Kli that they sent back as a present to a Kajbaru to see him by 
Agar's Mitzirai Ushlachtum Eisei Vahalach that it said that it sent it in a box next to the actual urn. So you see that it was always next to the urn and therefore when the urn was actually set aside and was hidden away that was also set aside and hidden away together. And who hid it away? Yeshio was the one who set it aside and hid it away in order that when the base of English was destroyed by Bavel it wouldn't be taken away and wouldn't be taken to captivity. Why did Yeshio hide away? He saw that the Pasuk says they saw that eventually Bavel will come and destroy the base of English. So therefore he got up and he went and hid it away. Yeshio told the Levim who were the teachers of Klai Yisrael and he were and he told them go and take the Oren and place it in the house that Shlomo Ben David Melch made and from this point forward you won't have to carry the Oren on your shoulders and go and serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klai Yisrael but you see from here Zok Rashi that why is he telling them to go and take the Oren and place it in the base of Migdash but Hasab Kai it was already there El must be he wasn't telling them to place it in the base of Migdash he was telling them to place it in the area that Shleiman Melk built originally in order to be guiding it there in order to hide away from the people of Babel that would eventually come and destroy the base of Migdash so we see that Yeshio actually hid away the Oren how do we know the other things from Rebelazer Rebelazer says Asi Shama Shama Asi Darius Darius Asi Mishmeres Mishmeres it says Benegeta Oren Asi Vod Lecha Shama it says Benegeta Tzantzen Saman Besen Shama Beloi Ha'ima and therefore just like over there it's talking Benegeta the Oren it says Asi Vod Lecha Shama also Benegeta Man where it says Shama was right together with the Oren and if the Oren was hidden away the Tzantzen Saman was also hidden away and then when it says Darius Darius it's comparing the Tzantzen Saman where it says the Mishmeres of Darius Seichem and it says relevant to the Shem Mishcha it says Shem so since it says Darius by the Tzinsenes Haman and says Darius bin Gay the Shem Mishcha, so therefore they were both hidden away together. And we also learned that the Makal of Aaron was hidden away together with the Mun, because by both of them it says the Lashon of Mishmeris, and it says bin Gay the Mun of Mishmeris of Darius Sechem, and bin Gay the Makal it says by Yom Hashem Moshe Hashavis Mata Aaron of Nei Edus the Mishmeris the Oisl of Nei Mary. So yet again, what's the question? That Lachari, what's our Mishnah talk about? If it's by Mikdash Rishon, that there should be Preiches, and if it's by Mikdashani, that there shouldn't be an Oren. So the Gemara answers, Mikdashani. Of course, we're talking about Mikdashani, and that's why they were Pereiches. When it says he reached Oren, it means the place where the Oren would have been that it was originally in Bayes Rishon, and now there was no actual Oren there. But it says they placed the pan and the shovel between the two bottom of the Oren. It doesn't mean Mamish, the bottom were there. Just like the two bottom would be there, that's a spot that he would figure out, and he would actually place the shovel on the floor in that area. And we continue with the Gemara. The Kangada would go and pile up the Kataris on top of the coals. So the Gemara that we see from the Mishnah, like the Mandama that we said before, that says that you pile it up and you don't just spread out the Kataris on top of the Gekholim. And the Gemara now brings two Bryces. We have one Bryce that says, when he piles it up, he piles it towards the inside of the Kaddish Gadashim, which is further away from the Kangada. So therefore he starts much further away and then he keeps moving towards himself and he keeps putting it on the shovel but much closer to where he's standing. The other Bryce says exactly the opposite. The way the Kayin Gadol would pile up, he would pile it up closer to the outside of the Kaddish Kedoshim which is closer to where the Kayin Gadol was standing and then he would go further out and further into the Kaddish Kedoshim. That this is between Tanoim. Makes sense more like the Mandam that says that he first actually would reach out his hands and go much further 
into the Kaddish Kedashim, and then he bring it closer to him, the Tanan, and the reason why it would be done like that is as the Mishnah said, that we would teach the Kayin Gadol, he's there, make sure to be very careful when you're going and putting on the Tarius onto the actual coals, and we turn because specifically, you shouldn't go and pour any of the Tarius on top of the coals which are closer to you, because if you do that, maybe when you can now outstretch your arms to go even further, the heat of the smoke that's already rising from the actual coals will come up and burn the Kayin Gadol on his arm, and therefore we tell him, make sure to go and put the coals on much further. And even though this mission is actually a Mishnah in Talmud that's referring to the regular void of every single day of the terrorists that were brought in the morning and the afternoon, but just like over there, we had to be careful not to burn themselves also. But again, the Kayin Gadol on Yom Kippur, of course, the same procedure would be done, and he should go and be Tzerib Prima Shechutzla, make sure he's outstretching his hand much further in order to start at the back end of the actual shovel and then bring it closer as he continues the and we'll stop over here.